I'm Megan Van Petten, founder of the Esports Trade Association and host of the Esports Connected podcast. I am inspired to share key tidbits from several interviews conducted with industry influencers over the three-day span of our Esports Next conference. To be able to celebrate and learn from those who are shaping our community is such an honor. Press play and let the waterfall of knowledge wash over you as it did for me. Enjoy. Welcome to the Esports Trade Association, our show, Esports Connected. I am still your host, Megan Van Putten, and I am so excited to have Anthony on the show today. Anthony, thank you. Thanks thanks for making it all the way out to Chicago. I did. I came all the way out from New Jersey. It was almost, almost two-hour flight. That's a lot to ask for. But still, you know, it really... It's a great city. I mean, it's a beautiful city. The weather last night was perfect, and Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, I missed the baseball game. But I heard it was a good thing. I missed it. <laughs> it wasn't that. One point. Cubs did not do well. <laughs> One point. Yeah. I think it's called a run. <laughs> One run. Yeah. <laughs> Thank but, you. Yeah. This. I'm excited about the opportunities that the Esports Trade Association brings. I don't think I've ever been to an esports summit of any kind because a lot of times people just talk and I could do that at home. I want to find people that can help solve solutions, and this That's is the right. first group that I think that. Is serious about doing that. Right, right. Thank you. Yeah, you you really have a great helicopter view of what we're doing, and I we we are so grateful for that. You know, if you want to talk a little bit about what you see, that that would be. Well, I was just telling the story earlier, and my wife gets bored when I tell the same story. But I owned a company in Korea, and about. Oh, a little longer than I care to admit. I was in Korea in 2008, and there was a commotion. You know, you always know when there's a celebrity around. And um, I said, what's going on over there? It's like, well, that's a famous East, uh, 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 my, uh, StarCraft player. And I said, StarCraft, the video game StarCraft? So like, yeah. I'm like, so there's, did he kill somebody? Like, what's going on? I was like, no, he's just a really famous StarCraft player. I said, People are famous for playing video games here. <laughs> and it was something I was completely, un- I wasn't used to that idea. So as I work more in Korea, you re- realize that Korea's national pastime is video games. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. Yeah. So more than soccer, more than baseball, more than anything else, they're a connected society. They have a lot, they have a lot of cafes and uh, what they call e-cafes and three channels at the time that just covered people playing video games. Um, and I thought, this is something I want to do. So I, I worked at the time for Nexon, which is uh, one of the largest companies there. And one of the things that I learned was, in Korea, when Nexon released a game, it's a lot like Mario Kart. It's called Kart Rider. And on the day that they released it, which is usually a Monday, they would release codes to 7-Eleven that kids can go and buy and get free cars and get celebrity you know, special cars that they couldn't buy off the game. Um, and that so many people would leave schools to go to 7-Eleven that they would actually close the schools and it became sort of like a neo-holiday. So the schools had to work with Nexon and say, hey, this is kind of nutty. Can you release right. it on a Sunday? Yes, yes. Can you release it on a... Can you at least coordinate with us what's right. going on? And that's where I think the United States is going. Mm-hmm. Now, South Korea, Seoul has the benefit of being it's essentially a country that's a city. It's a, I don't know if it's the world's biggest city, but it feels like it is. You can drive in Seoul for an hour going 60 miles an hour and you're still in the city zone it's that big but it shows you where things are coming here you know so there's some disadvantages here the cities are further apart Uh, every city is its own 
government and maybe very different from the other government. The political parties don't agree on a lot of stuff, as you know. So what interested me coming here was here's the group that's trying to put it all together mm -hmm. uh, in the same way that the Entertainment Software Association backs up the video game publishers. That's right. Uh, when they need, you know, regulatory help, or when they need to solve uh, an issue that encompasses all those uh, publishers, um, this is where I think the Esports Trade Association is a really, really positive role moving forward. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, you've had great insight, and we really so appreciate that you understand the vision and the mission. So it's just it's been a pleasure to have you. Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Well, I got on a plane, right? So I parked my car and level two. I think it was level two. No, um, I've done a lot of different things. So my my career started out as a toy designer for Hasbro, and then uh, it's part of that. I joined. A, a, I did the first television show made in computer graphics, a show called Reboot. So I was uh, a, the art director for that studio in Vancouver. Um, and then I realized I really enjoy working on ideas more than places. Like I. I I've had a couple of companies that were acquired by other companies, uh, like Disney Interactive bought my company, and I work with um, Comcast and Microsoft, and, and I always found it that I like working for myself better because I'm I'm at the I guess like business development. I come up with the ideas, and then we find the funding and find the people and find and, and execute on it. That's right. Uh, I used to develop television shows, so you know we brought up we had a couple of them one. Uh, Emmy Award, a lot of them won Emmy Awards, uh, and then we just keep doing something different because that's the challenge, right? We got into esports um, when we went to Korea in South Korea, and, and I mentioned that incident that we had. It really woke me up to the possibilities of connecting people, because one of the things that I, I think we need to do as a society, as we get these digital tools and everyone's staring at the phone all the time, right? Is how do we then create something? that connects people on a personal level. And if you go to Korea, South, I always say Korea, but it's South Korea. If you go to South Korea, everyone is so focused on being a part of this thing that it just felt nice. You know, like Christmas yes. and Thanksgiving, everybody feels like I'm part of this thing. That's right. And that's what, why I want esports to succeed is because it, it gives people meaning. So during COVID, when all the kids were home, both of my kids joined an esports team that was run by... Chris Avila is at Garden State Esports. It's a great organization yes. in New Jersey. He's oh, fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. And it gave them meaning. Like, now these kids are part of it. They can't see their friends, but every day they're practicing with 15, 20 of their teammates, and they're playing against other people, and they're meeting other uh, teams playing other places. And it, it brought us meaning at a time that... The alternative was pretty horrible, you know. You're, you don't, you can't see your friends, and you can't go out, and you can't do anything, even if you could go out. But here's something that gave competition, spirit, camaraderie, and focus. So that's what we're trying to do. So when we created Conference One, it was to the Collegiate Esports League. It was to give focus and and really raise the level on Collegiate Esports, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now there are some people that have done some great things, like like Rob Johnson, the Collegiate Star League. Yeah. Uh, my friend Matt Jackson is one of my favorite people in the, all of esports. He's done a lot of collegiate uh, events that have done really well. What we were trying to do and what we were establishing now is, so how do we create that? We don't want to be the, the authority. We just want to do a lot of schools spend a lot of money to create the teams. And yeah. they, 
you know, Rutgers spent a lot of money to create an esports room. And yep. So how do we give all that stuff purpose? Right. How do we make sure that all that stuff isn't for, isn't for nothing? Exactly. Right. So we this year we're very excited to bring Sports Illustrated as a partner to Conference One, and what that means is is now you're going to play an esport game, and your stats are going to be on SportsIllustrated.com. Right, your your game didn't just happen in a void. We're going to broadcast it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to interview people on Sports Illustrated Radio, and now that starts to create the infrastructure that I think that uh, we're going to see to build this stuff out for real. That's right. And 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 you say you know build the, the the stuff up for real. I love when you say that. You know, being that I've been part of the fantasy sports, you know, and and watching that. Which is yellow an amazing brick. thing. I can't believe you did that. That's yes, that's yes, a huge yes. Lift. So. You know, when you hear things like, this is what we're starting for real, it is for real. You know, being the ground floor to this sort of innovation is so exciting. And it really, it takes something for you to just wake up with fresh enthusiasm every morning and take on these visions. Because, you know, an idea is one thing. And that, you know, that was us five years ago. We, this canvas right here was empty and we had a bunch of markers and we had 25 people in the room and we were like, all right, man, we got to bring this association together with purpose. We've got to create our vision and mission. And by the way, it changes constantly. You know, we pivot. Just, you know, we're all, every meeting we have, we read the purpose of our existence. And, you know, yeah, and, and we, every meeting. And it's, it is so important. So I totally get it when you say, you know, bringing it. Well, it, it's funny because, yeah, this morning, because people forget I'm in Chicago, I get a phone call at 5.45. Hey, this is a problem. I'm like, oh, my God, do you know what time it is? I just, you know. <laughs> so every day you, you, you have those challenges, and sometimes they can really affect you. you. You know, it's hard to keep reinventing yourself every day. And if you focus on the negatives, it'll derail you. you gotta, yes, well. What's my goal? What's my goal? What's my goal? But in this space, as we're saying, keep making it real. So I have, technically, I guess, the competitors. So in the collegiate esports scene, we have CSL, Rob, mm-hmm. and we have Matt. And all of us have agreed, we're going to work together. We may be rivals. We may actually be big rivals down the road. But if we don't work together now, right. we're not going to lift this thing. That's right. And then even in the, the we're not going to talk about it today, but in the wagering space, esports entertainment group and us have to work together to create the legislation, to create the rules and compliances to lift that space, which I could talk about some other time, um, because if we all go at it differently, it's too heavy a lift for one group. Yes, it, it is. is. That's why I love the esports association, and that's why um, you know we have formed things um, that are, are really interesting infrastructures. So for starters, we have the board, and we rotate that yearly. But one of the things that we've started that we're doing quarterly is our roundtable, and we are bringing together the biggest players in the space. And we had our very first roundtable Monday, and we will be doing that each quarter. So that should be you know something that you you know you may want to consider sitting in on. Because what the roundtable is that I appreciate is it's sort of where the board can take those ideas and execute through the committees and then through the members. You know, it's just this infrastructure that really, you know, with with really great shoulders. Because not everybody can be serving every month on the board or, you know, always be in rotation. So, that you know, you might want to, we may want to talk about that as we're forming um, the the roundtable infrastructure. Any group that creates solutions 
is what I'm after. So the, the American Heart Association about three years ago had an issue. Their issue yes. was play 60 is not as effective as it used to be because mm -hmm. kids are playing inside and football. Right. To, you know, the kids don't follow traditional sports as much as they used to. Like my kids have no idea any player in any league other than like uh, uh, um, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl for the Eagles. But that's it. Like they know one guy. Right? They don't, and they're 14. They're twins. So the uh, American Heart Association was looking for, well, how do we engage with kids and, and teenagers to make sure that our foundation and our mission gets accomplished? So we had a roundtable, and they had Apple, they had yep. Microsoft, they That's had, right. for some reason, they invited me. They had all these other groups, and we came up with a solution, which just launched recently called Revive, and that's the way you do it. You bring in all these people that can solve issues and look at it from the point of view of someone that's trying to solve a problem but has doesn't have the resources. Let, let's just, hypothetical, I'm here in, in, in this small city, I want to accomplish this, but I need this group, that group, this group, or someone that can do that. I can't afford these people. That's right. Uh, is there anyone that could help me solve these problems? Is there anyone that could connect me? That's right. Because otherwise, I'm going to be just randomly calling people, and no one wants to take... How many unsolicited emails have you gotten on LinkedIn? Oh, my gosh. Every day. Well, I don't... I, I mean, just today. And it, it's it's distracting, because there's people that are really wanting to connect with me, so I'm just... Archive, 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 archive. Right. Yeah, so, you know, we are here to provide that framework, and we value um, the talent we have in the room and the time and, you know, what that, that you know, what your time means to you. So we, we really take a lot of pride in coordinating the, you know, the people that want to be here mm -hmm. to make a difference, to come up with solutions and, you know, to make it worth your while and then to, you know, take that forward right. efficiently and effectively and collaboratively. And I think first. that's the focus that makes people want to come it is. and be a member. That's like, right. I have problems. Can you help me solve it? A hundred percent. And that, you know, that's where 20 years of me being in association management has really served. Because yeah. for 20 years I've been making people like you, making your job easy to come here and help a whole community. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, I, I, don't I mean, I need this. I need this as much as it, I mean, we have like not 27 people, but it's not enough. You have other problems to deal with. Right. You don't have anybody that can deal with it or has the expertise or has the connections or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, we, we thank you for just coming um, in a pandemic to Chicago. It has been. I mean, it, you know, it's been tough. And, and that's why we, you know, we, we put a lot of thought into the program. And four days was a long program. When we had the mayor's office here this morning, they said, four days? No one has said anything but positive. And, and it's, it's crazy because I've been to places where oh, it's a little long. Sure. Nobody has said anything negative. Well, you know, thanks for saying that. You know what we did is we broke it up so into, into time slots, you know, half day, you know, morning, night, morning, you know, just so yeah. people could really enjoy the city, get familiar with the city, because we will be here every year. That's great. So we have That's August, really exciting, actually. August 22nd to 25th um, uh, in 2022, wow. save the date, Morgan Stanley is presenting again, and yeah, so um, we, we think we're going to need a bigger boat, so we'll start uh, our hotel search. We've already outgrown our first venue. And uh, so we're looking at, you know, maybe the McCormick Place. McCormick I mean, Place yeah. is, 
Biggest venue in the world. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and Navy Pier's nice too. Navy Pier's great. So we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, set, the the association is gonna be setting sail to look at where we'll hold our our next event. But it will be here in Chicago, August twenty second through twenty fifth, presented by Morgan Stanley. You know we're, the guy that was here. Yes. From the Chicago Kyle? Yes. You should talk to him and see if he can uh, help sponsor it. That's right. They are. Business they're gonna, in Chicago. You know what they're going to help us do? They're going to help us bring some talent in um, that, that hasn't made it to this show. Yes. So Kyle Kyle was here and his boss was here. Right. It was just very, uh, a, they're, they're very grateful. They were the ones that said, how did you guys do this for four days? Because we're on day four. This is hard. Well, you know what? You know, but I was like, I want everyone to see Chicago. It's just one of the greatest cities in the world. It is. And one of the first things I got from you guys was about the baseball game. Yeah. Yeah, which I thought was, yeah, that's kind of neat. Because I don't have to go and become a tourist in a city that I don't know anything about. I mean, it's just a very neat way to kind of holistically encompass the whole experience. Wasn't it? I mean, like... First off, Wrigleyville. I mean, it's just nostalgic. I mean, it's gorgeous. Love it or not, you gotta see Wrigleyville. Yeah. You know, love the Cubs or not, it's just, it's the bars, it's so the people, spe- the fun, oh, the energy, the uh, stadium. Is, oh, was well, it's just so because it's a hundred and something years old, but it looks like it was built yesterday because they keep renovating it. Yeah, they're know? doing a they're doing a great job. So, I, yeah, that. Well, We'll see what happens next year, but definitely save the date. I know you'll be here. I will be here. I know. And it's just been an absolute honor. Um, It's interesting. I have had a lot of people on the show for the last couple of days, and one of the things most have said is stay in your lane, find what you're good at, and keep doing it. And it sounds like you, you know, share that same advice, just staying in your brilliance. I know you want to uh, do something with our event. Um... And I can't wait to hear what your lane will be. It's finding solutions. I mean, I think that's the issue that we all have is so many of the eSports summits are, and they have value with mixers and and people talking about topics that you kind of already know. Mm. So there's no value in me going. Right. And and they're not cheap to fly to a city or go somewhere and, 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 and waste, essentially waste time. So if we're going to go somewhere, I want that time to be effective and I want to come out with something they didn't have coming in. You know, This is not a Star Wars celebration, which I go to every time they hold it. It's not a pageant. It's This is a, a group trying to establish an industry That's right. that has some significant issues that we have not yet solved. Like, and, and I mentioned in the, in the panel, the biggest issue we have to solve, all of us together, is creating the motivation for people to leave their homes and go out to do something. And if we do that independently, we're not going to succeed. We have to come up with the messaging, come up with the strategy, and all of us execute on it. That's right. Educate and motivate. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank Thank you for for coming. Thank you for being with us. Another another great show, and we'll be back. I'm Megan Van Patten. I'm still your host, and we'll see you soon. 